الكفاء والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها المزمل قم الليل إلا قليلا نصفه أو انقص منه قليلا أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا إنا سنلقي عليك قولا ثقيلا إن ناشئة الليل هي أشد وطأ وأقوم قيلا إن لك في النهار سبحا طويلا واذكر اسم ربك وتبتل إليه تبتيلا صدق الله العظيم This is the fuzzle and karam of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala out of His grace, out of His mercy has afforded us the opportunity once again to come into His house to dedicate some time. This is only His favor, only His grace upon us which we should be extremely grateful for. We should express the shukr verbally, repeatedly, and together with the verbal expression of the shukr, the practical shukr also should be adopted. The practical shukr is that this bounty that Allah Ta'ala gave us, this is an opportunity to use this time in such a way that connects us to Allah Ta'ala. And that is what we have to strive for, that is what we have to make an effort for, that is what we have to try and program ourselves to conduct our entire day and night in such a manner that Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased with us, that we become His true and obedient servants, our hearts become filled with His muhabbat, we become connected to Him, and our lives become completely subservient to His commands. This is our target, this is our goal, our objective. So to spend our time in that manner which will, inshallah, take us to this direction with the Fazl of Allah Ta'ala, that is the practical shukr of this ni'mat and bounty. This time that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with is a great ni'mat and is also an amanat. And to discharge and fulfill this amanat is to use this time in the proper manner, in the correct manner. In the ayat that we recited, these are the first ayat of Suratul Muzammil. The surah was revealed among the very first surahs that came down. After the initial wahi, where the first five ayat of Surah Iqra were revealed. Then there was a period of time when Wahi was stopped. Fatratul Wahi. There was no Wahi for a period of time. And then after some time, this is among the first surahs that came at that time. Suratul Muddassir, Suratul Muzammil. So there's many details in these first five ayat. We will just go through some of these things very quickly and then come to the part that we wish to discuss a little bit more in detail. 
In the beginning, Allah Taala addresses Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a very affectionate manner. Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. Nabi Islam had wrapped himself into some cloth after he saw the angel for the first time again after the first wahi and it was a sight that overawed him Jibreel in his original form seated on a chair between the heaven and earth and this overawed him and he came home in a condition that he was shivering and he said to them, Zammiloni, Zammiloni, that wrap me up in some clothing. And at that time, after Nabi Salaam was wrapped up in this, this ayat of Suratul Muddassir were revealed, and on a similar occasion, Suratul Muzammil, Allah Ta'ala says, Oh, you have been wrapped in this garment. Then Allah Ta'ala says, Qumil layla illa qalila. At that time, the first, the fard salah was not yet made obligatory on the ummah that only came much later at the time of Mi'raj. This is still in the early time Rasulullah is being addressed about the Salat of Tahajjud which was compulsory upon him initially. Qumil layla illa qalila Stand for the night except a small portion of the night. The rest of the night you stand in Salah in front of Allah Ta'ala. Nisfahu awin qusminhu qalila. Otherwise, half the night, a little less. Or zid ali, a little bit more. What's to be done in this time? Waratilil Quran at tartila. And recite the Quran Sharif with tartil in a very distinct manner, a measured manner. Where every letter is being given its due right. Being recited in a manner that a person, Allah has given him the knowledge of the Qur'an Sharif, then he will be able to reflect upon every word. So to recite the Qur'an Sharif, not in a haphazard manner, to recite it in a very distinct manner. Tartil has a certain terminology, the meaning, the details behind it, which are discussed when Tajweed is being taught and Tajweed is being learned. Tajweedul huruf, ma'rifatul wuquf, and all the various things. But here we're just touching on the main aspect that to recite the Quran Sharif in a very distinct manner, meaning fulfilling all the rights of the Quran Sharif in terms of the recitation of the Quran Sharif. Then Allah Ta'ala says that, وَرَدْتِلِ الْقُرْآنَ التَّرْتِيلَ إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا سَقِيلًا Addressing Rasulullah Sallallahu himself, Allah Ta'ala says we are going to be Revealing upon you a very weighty revelation. Qawlan Saqila. Quran Sharif is the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. And it is reported in the ahadith that when the wahi used to be revealed upon Rasulullah Sallallahu the weight of the wahi used to be such on his Mubarak heart and that used to affect his physical self. There were times when he was mounted on a camel or some animal. Then Nabi Salaam is being told, In the layli hiya ashaddu wat'aw wa aqwa muqila. That in the layl, the standing up in the night, 
this tahajjud salah, when everybody is all asleep sometimes, when there is no disturbance, and sometimes a person now is in a deep sleep from that time to wake up, and to stand in front of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, inna nashi'ata layl hiya ashaddu wat'an, wa aqwa muqila. This is most effective in subduing this nafs. This is what we've come for. This is what we've come to try and acquire. That in this time that Allah Ta'ala has made possible for us to be secluding ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala, our objective is to reach Allah Ta'ala. And in order to reach Allah Ta'ala, without subduing this nafs, we're not going to get there. Because this nafs is going to become an impediment throughout the way. If this nafs is not subdued, then it will keep becoming a problem and keep distracting a person and keep trying to derail him. So what's going to subdue this nafs? Allah Ta'ala is saying, The standing up in the night in front of Allah Ta'ala, this is most effective in subduing this nafs. Especially in the month of Ramadan, we are awake at the time of Sahri. And especially those of us, Allah Ta'ala has given us this opportunity to be in atikaf. We have no other occupation to be concerned about now. We have nothing else to be warring ourselves with. We should be taking full advantage of this opportunity and making every effort to try and spend whatever time we can and the best and the maximum time possible that we can according to our capacity. But there should be something that we spend some time of the night in tahajjud and decide in the Quran Sharif one is that mashallah we generally in our sunnahs etc some become so accustomed sometimes some people say that besides three four surahs of the Quran Sharif the last three four surahs I haven't ever recited anything in any sunnah salah the same three four surahs alhamdulillah there is also Quran Sharif but one of the ways in which a person will inshallah maintain or what will help to maintain the concentration is to keep reciting different portions of the Quran Sharif. There are certain aspects or certain portions which are sunnah to recite in certain salah. For example, in the sunnahs of Fajr, to recite Surah Kafirun and Surah Ikhlas. So we should keep to that generally. Like that in various other salahs, there are certain sunnah recitations. Over and above that, a person should recite from different portions of the Quran Sharif or different surahs. So in any case, one is that we are accustomed to reciting these surahs, but now in the Tahajjud Salah, somebody is hafiz of the Quran Sharif, he should take the, the opportunity to recite as much as possible. Many of the Akavir, they would recite three paras as a standard rule in the Tahajjud Salah. Somebody is not hafiz of the Quran Sharif, he knows Surah Yasin by heart, somebody knows Surah Tabarak by heart, somebody, mashallah, knows Surah Kahf by heart, he recites every Friday, or some other lengthier surahs. This is the time now to take this opportunity and engage ourselves in the recitation of these lengthier surahs in Tahajjud Salah. Not in a way that we are trying to get done with it, but savoring every word and connecting ourselves with Allah Ta'ala in this recitation of the Quran Sharif. That this is most effective in subduing this nafs. And it is most effective in rectifying a person's speech. Now there's details behind this. It's more effective in bringing the person's speech in conformance. What this refers to etc. There's details in the tafasir. 
we're not going to go into those details now, but it puts the heart and the tongue in conformity. The heart, the tongue is also engaged in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala through the tilawat of the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. The heart is also in conformance with the tongue. There's no disturbance at that time. And in this conformity of the tongue and heart, now it becomes easier to now concentrate and develop that connection with Allah Ta'ala. Thereafter, Rasulullah is told, Inna laka fin nahari sabhan tawila, that there is a very lengthy work for you in the day. In the day, there's a very lengthy work. Sabhan literally means swimming. But there was no swimming literally there. The swimming was swimming in the sea of humanity and taking the dawat of Allah wa ta'ala, calling towards Allah wa ta'ala to each person. This was the swimming and the lengthy work of the day that Rasulullah was given and which Rasulullah transferred to the Ummah. That this is the Ummah's responsibility as well to make an effort for ourselves to be also concerned for others as well. إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا Thereafter Rasulullah is told وَذْكُرِ اسْمَ رَبِّكَ وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبْتِيلًا That remember the name of your Rabb Take the name of your Rabb. This is the zikr of Allah Taala, And this is that very emphasized aspect. Repeatedly in the Quran Sharif. In fact, nothing else in the Quran Sharif has been commanded with kasrat. With doing excessively. But when it comes to zikr in several places. Uzkurullah zikran kaseera. Remember Allah Taala excessively. So this is the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. And then Nabi Islam is being told, وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبْتِيلًا تَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبْتِيلًا This is explained as الْإِنْقِطَاعَ Completely severing oneself from everything else. Now, severing from one end, but if a person severs from one end and doesn't join anywhere, that's not going to take him anywhere. It means severing oneself, cutting oneself off from everything else and devoting oneself entirely to Allah. Now this tabattul, this completely severing oneself from everything and connecting oneself to Allah Ta'ala alone. This is what Rasulullah was commanded and together with him by extension Every ummati of his is being commanded that every person has this need from time to time on a daily basis. There should be some dedicated time for tabattul, for cutting himself off from everything and everybody. And a time when he has no distraction, no disturbance and only and solely connecting himself to Allah. Wa ta'ala. Now this aspect of tabattul this was in the life of Rasulullah Every night he used to spend so much of time in seclusion, in the worship of Allah Taala. But together with that, one of the aspects of this tabattul, among the aspects of this tabattul, was the atikaf that Rasulullah always made from the time that he made hijrat. He never missed the atikaf, except on one year when there was some expedition that he was out on. The following year in a way to make qaza of that. Though there is no qaza of something, there is not farz. But the following year, Nabi Islam made a'tikaf of 20 days. 
But from the time that he made hijrat, this was a constant practice of Rasulullah that he made atikaf of the last 10 days of Ramadan. And this was also part of this tabattul that was being commanded in the Quran Sharif. In fact, even before Nubuat, when the time was now closing upon Nubuat time, when Rasulullah was going to be now conferred with this great mantle of Nubuat, and he was going to be made the greatest of the creation of Allah wa ta'ala and the leader of all the Anbiya and Mursaleen, he was the greatest of the creation of Allah ta'ala. But now being conferred with this title of Nubuat and being made Sayyidul Anbiya wal Mursaleen, as the time approached for it, in the ahadith, the details are mentioned, among the things that is mentioned, is that as this time approached, حُبِّبَ إِلَيْهِ الْخَلَا One of the things that happened was, that this seclusion was made beloved to him. حُبِّبَ The person familiar with Arabic would understand, فَيْلَ majhul. So now فَيْلَ majhul, there's a file, has to be somewhere, Meaning Allah Ta'ala made this happen. But at that time there was no outward apparent cause. So therefore it's expressed in this manner. Because there wasn't any apparent reason why this happened. But why it happened was obvious. Allah Ta'ala made it happen. That the seclusion became beloved to him. And as a result Rasulullah Sallallahu would go away to Ghari Hira. And he would spend many days on end in total seclusion. And then that provisions whatever he had taken would be exhausted, he would come back down. And he would spend a short while, whatever few days, and then again he would take provision and again go away to Ghara And then spend again several days on end, in total seclusion. Doing what? At that time there was no wahi yet. There was no nubuat yet. But the muhaddisin have various explanations that according to the there were certain things that were still preserved from the ways of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam in that manner, Nabi Sallallahu used to engage in some ibadat. One of the greatest ibadats of that time was tafakkur, meditating in the greatness of Allah Taala, looking at the makhluk of Allah Taala, the creation of Allah Taala, and getting the recognition of the Creator. So the seclusion was made beloved to him, and it was in the seclusion, while Nabi Sallallahu on one of these occasions was in Ghari Hira, in the cave of Hira. And the first wahi came down and this nubuwat was now conferred upon him. So this seclusion is not something that's just by the way. Rasulullah already Allah Ta'ala had made his heart the most pure heart that ever was created. From before nubuwat, Nabi Islam was masoom. From his birth he was pure than, more pure than anybody. But despite this purity, yet the process Allah Ta'ala put him through, that when this further progress was going to be given, first this seclusion became part of his life. And this khala, this seclusion became beloved to him. That now you are going to be taken on a higher rank. You are already more pure than everybody. More pure than the greatest angel. But you are going to be taken on an even higher rank. The process in dunya, everything Allah Ta'ala has made a place of Darul Asbab. Where Allah Ta'ala manifests His Qudrat from time to time. And does things in a way that the Asbab don't fit in. But generally things happen according to the system Allah Ta'ala has created. 
Allah made a system here also. That Nabi Islam is now being taken on a higher rank. First it went through this process of seclusion. This process of khala. This process of i'tikaf. So likewise, this is the lesson for us to take. Allah made this opportunity available to us. This is a time for seclusion. Now one is, that way it's possible that a person has to, and should, from time to time, on a daily basis. One is that, seclusion even physically, but there's nobody else around. Unfortunately, sometimes, that khala, that khalwa, the seclusion is there. Many a person looks forward to the seclusion, to that khalwa. But the tragic thing is that we're looking forward to that khalwa for the wrong reasons. Person is trying to make that khalwa happen. He's trying to make that seclusion happen. But for all the wrong things. And instead of that khalwa becoming a means of getting closer to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, that khalwa of his gets him even further away from Allah Ta'ala. Instead of connecting him to Allah Ta'ala, it connects him even closer to shaitan, due to the haram that gets engaged in. So that khalwa is obviously of no use. That is very detrimental, very, very destructive. But this is that khalwa and that seclusion that is meant to connect a person to Allah Ta'ala. So this process, even Rasulullah was put through this process, having the purest of hearts. But now he's going to be taken on a higher rank, this khalwa was part of his life. Together with the swimming in the sea of humanity, but this khalwa was part of his life. And throughout the Mubarak life of Rasulullah from the time he made hijrat, he never ever left this etikaf. On one year he got left because he was not able to do it. Because he was out on an expedition. So the point and the lesson for us is, Allah Ta'ala has made this opportunity available to us. Now this is the time for khalwa. One is this physical khalwa, obviously here in the situation that we are, that is not practical because of the space constraints, etc. But this is still a time for khalwa. Khalwa of the heart. Now in order to attain the benefits of this khalwa, the seclusion, there are certain adab, certain etiquettes. This is something which, this is how throughout the ages, Nabi Islam we just mentioned in his life, this was a part and parcel of his Mubarak life. The Sahaba Ikram, this was part and parcel of their lives. There's no time to go into the details, but just one incident, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala it is mentioned about him, that when the night would come, meaning after Isha is over, etc., and in that eloquent manner in which the narrator narrates it, when the night has dropped its curtains, meaning it's dark now, and he would go into his completely secluded place, a completely secluded chamber, or some room, whatever it was, and then he would start beseeching Allah Ta'ala. And the way he would then become, يَتَمَلْ مَلُ تَمَلْ مُلَ وَيَبْكَى بُكَى الْحَزِينَ He would start like a person who has been bitten by a poisonous, poisonous snake, scorpion, and that poison is now taken over his body, so to say. And it's making him 
like a person in a terrible fever, a very, very severe fever, is shaking uncontrollably. That would become his condition. And he would cry like a person who is inconsolable, person in deep grief. And then he would address the dunya. And he's talking to the dunya that that you're looking at me, in other words, you're trying to deceive me. You want to try and waylay me and deceive me. Go and deceive somebody else. I've given you three talaks. I have nothing to do with you. He's talking to dunya. But what is happening in this is that khalwad. In this he's distancing himself from any, anything and everything that can become an obstacle between him and Allah Ta'ala. And the purpose of this was to build that connection and that link with Allah Ta'ala. That nisbat and that connection to Allah Ta'ala. So this was something in the lives of the Sahaba Ikram. And then we look in the lives of all the pious predecessors in the Tabi'een, the Tabi Tabi'een, and all the Akabirin. This was a part and parcel of their daily lives. Atikaf was something that they always did, but this was a part and parcel of their daily lives. The seclusion with Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this opportunity in this Mubarak month, in the house of Allah Ta'ala. One is this khalwat physically, which obviously is not so easy now. We are going to be in the midst of people. But the khalwat of our hearts. Now there are certain adab, certain etiquettes that if these adab, these etiquettes are adopted, then this khalwat will become fruitful. Then the object, inshallah, with the fazl of Allah Ta'ala will be attained. Then this time in the house of Allah Ta'ala would have been spent in a productive manner. And otherwise, Allah Ta'ala forbid that this khalwa, if it was not conducted in the correct manner, then let alone going with a credit balance, Allah forbid what we came with also we could end up losing and going. So some of the adab, some of the things that we need to bear in mind, the first and foremost thing obviously, everything, the niyat is of utmost importance. What niyat we have come with? We discussed earlier, before the Maghrib Salah, مَنِ اَتَكَفَ يَوْمًا اِبْتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ اللَّهِ He gave the virtue of اعتقاف, person makes اعتقاف of one day, اِبْتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ اللَّهِ Surely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, no ulterior motive. No other purpose. This is for the purpose purely to earn the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala to get connected to Him. So, this must be renewed all the time, every now and again, daily and several times a day. Keep renewing this intention. I've come, my purpose of coming is to connect myself to Allah Ta'ala. My purpose of coming here is to cleanse my heart, all the vices, all the evils, and to become the true and obedient servant of Allah Ta'ala. So, the first and most important aspect is that we have to keep rectifying, keep renewing this intention. It's not something that's done once and over. It's something that needs to be renewed, something that needs to be refreshed repeatedly. Then the second thing, in that niyat, together with the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, in the, especially the virtues of Ramadan and fasting and standing in the night of Ramadan, we find the thing that's repeated مَنْ سَامَ إِيمَانًا وَحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَمْبِ وَمَنْ قَامَ إِيمَانًا وَحْتِسَابًا وَمَنْ قَامَ رَمَضَانَ إِيمَانًا وَحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَمْبِ 
من قام ليله القدر ايمانا واحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه الله نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم didn't speak anything just in vain there's no word that is just just came by the way no there's a reason for every word being said and this word ihtisaban is being repeated the virtues of ramadan are being given nabi sallallahu alaihi is saying the one who fasts one is imanan he's got iman and then he's fasting imanan wahtisaban what is this ihtisab with hope in reward from allah taala that he has this niyat of reward from allah taala it's not just that well i'm here fine no he has to keep re- refreshing this that i'm hopeful inshallah allah taala accept and he will reward me the one who stands up in ramadan in ibadat imanan wahtisaban then laylatul qadr separately mentioned the one who stands up on the night of qadr imanan wahtisaban so to keep refreshing this ihtisab allah i'm hopeful for your rewards nothing that i'm doing is worthy of presenting to you everything is so feeble so weak so broken but ya allah still despite that you are kareem you are most gracious you are most kind most forgiving ya allah you will accept and i have hope that you will reward so to have this hope in rewards the third thing is together with the right intention together with this hope of reward we have come now to connect ourselves to allah tbaraka wa taala in order to get to allah taala the first thing is toba person has to make sincere toba a person mashallah wants to get somewhere he wants to reach a destination but there are so many things that are blocking his way so he still intent and insisting that no i want to just reach there without removing the obstacles without removing the obstacles he's going to get blocked he can't move the door is locked how is he going to come out the first thing is to remove the obstacles the biggest obstacle in our path to reaching allah tbaraka wa taala is sin the sins that we have committed which have become obstacles in getting close to allah taala what is going to move these sins out sincere toba so this is especially this first night of ihtikaf and this first night of the first 10 day last 10 days of ramadan whether we are in ihtikaf or not in ihtikaf this is the time these are the last 10 days the 10 days of itqum min an-nar of the emancipation from the fire of jahannam so in order to get that sincere toba from the depth of our hearts beseeching allah taala's forgiveness making that sincere toba sincere toba requires one is that remorse in the heart ya allah what i did was terrible your bounties are used your favors are ate all your risk i consumed with such relish and i enjoyed everything and after having had a hearty meal and i felt so satiated and so nice about everything and then ya allah what i went and did after having been nourished in such a wonderful way with so much of izzat somebody gets nourished also that person out on the street is begging please give me something and after begging then somebody puts a few coins in his hands ya allah you gave me with izzat spread out in a nice way in such a wonderful manner and presented to me and i'm being encouraged to eat that person is begging please give me something and so many people are ignoring him and going past also and ya allah with izzat you fed me and after having eaten all your ni'mat and bounties ya allah i turned around from there i went and committed haram how disloyal i was how ungrateful i was how shameless i was begging allah taala's forgiveness and seeking his mercy 
Ya Allah, I have done the worst crime by being so shameless, by being so ungrateful, by being so disloyal to you. And this is the response I gave for all your ni'mat and bounties. This remorse in the heart. That is one of the preconditions of this Toba. And giving up that sin, stopping, finish, it's over, done, no more. And that resolve not to go back to it in future. This is, these are the three essential requirements for that Toba to be fulfilled. And if it pertains to the rights of people, obviously we have to fulfill those rights as well. We have to seek the forgiveness of people. And if it's the rights of Allah Ta'ala in terms of outstanding salah, zakat, fast, etc., that too has to be paid up, that has to be done as well. But these are the basic three ingredients. The remorse, stopping that sin completely, and the resolve not to commit it in future again. What happens in future? That's the future. Inshallah, we'll make every effort to stay far away from it. But the resolve must be sincere. The resolve must be deep and complete. That this is it. I'm not going back to it ever. So this is the first step towards getting close to Allah Ta'ala. This khalwat, the purpose is to reach Allah Ta'ala. To connect ourselves to Him. To become His obedient slaves. To become His close servants. But the first step to get there is a stoba. So what is very important is now the stoba. So tonight, this must become a night of toba for us. Repeatedly, repeatedly asking Allah Ta'ala to forgive us. Forgive all our sins. Whatever we did from the time we became Bali, whatever mistakes happened, whatever we did, we made toba for it previously, we repeat the toba And renew that toba And we try to cleanse our hearts out of all that effects of that sin. So this is the first step towards getting this, getting towards this destination of ours, getting towards this goal of ours, that we want to reach Allah Tabarakah. Then we are talking about khalwa and seclusion. It's obvious that if there's going to be something that's going to start disturbing the seclusion, then the khalwa is never going to happen. Among the things that disturb the seclusion, many, many things. Some of the things that we become very easy victims of. And something that doesn't leave us is this phone. So now sometimes people ask the question that is it permissible to use the phone in Atikaf? So from the fatwa, it's permissible. If a person is making a call at home, just find out everything, okay, or there's something necessary, he needed something, so he phoned to say, please send this for me, whatever the case is. It's fine, nobody said that that's haram. But we know that how we can, to what extent can we keep to any limit? So it becomes something that, no, I need to keep this on for what? For something necessary. But that something necessary leads into something unnecessary. And from something unnecessary, it starts going into futile. And Allah forbid from futile in masjids, in the house of Allah Ta'ala, this phone has engaged people in haram. In the months of Ramadan, maybe not necessarily this year we're talking about, in previous times, whichever masjid might have happened, where it was discovered and that in the houses of Allah Ta'ala, this became the means of a person sitting in the house of Allah Ta'ala in the month of Ramadan. And this has become such a, such a disaster in the month of Ramadan, in the Haramain Sharifain. You'll find youngsters sitting there. It's the time of all kinds of times things just come in front of a person's eyes. Sometimes it's the time of iftar. It's two minutes before iftar. The most effective time for du'as to be accepted. Somebody is busy on his phone playing games. Whatever he's doing, Allah forbid. Sometimes at the time of tahajjud, it's fajr salah time, the azan goes, it's already now, that's the time, tahajjud time finishes off, and fajr time comes in, and now these last few minutes, youngsters are sitting around, 
and busy playing games. Busy. This is the extent to which this has become such a disaster. So if we really want to attain khalwat, this is what we want to, this is the means to the end. The destination is to get to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this opportunity of khalwat. Then we keep this phone far away from us. Far away at least is completely switched off. Out of some necessity we need to make that call, we'll make that call and switch it off. Not kept on and said, okay I won't use it but it'll be on. Many places of vice, you'll find from far away there's lights blinking. From far away all colored lights also. Fault must be that colored lights from far away. It's meant to attract attention. And then all kinds of noises and sounds you'll hear from places of vice. Somebody passes there, there'll be all kinds of noises coming out. All kinds of, some kind of hooting and some kind of... So all those noises and blinking is happening on every phone. Some tick and talk and something is all the time distracting a person. Some message has come and something is flashing to keep taking his attention to it repeatedly. So he must never ever get attracted to anything else. Or his attention must never get diverted from it. It must remain. If he's not looking at it, he must hear it. Something in the other must keep catching his attention. Either that sound or something flashing. So if we want to truly attain khalwat, if we have come for an objective, we have come for a purpose, we want to achieve something, we want to make this time fruitful, we want to make this time productive, more than all that, we want to present to Allah, Allah, Ya Allah, I've come, I've come to take from you. Ya Allah, I've come, I've come, I've come to appreciate this opportunity you granted me. Ya Allah, I've come, I've come to make shukr for this great bounty and na'mat, I'm going to use this time in a way that you are pleased with it. So therefore now, Ya Allah, I'm taking the step to now shut this off completely. Shut it off, put it in a very deep corner of the bag somewhere. Some need to use it as alarm, whatever, fine, no problem. On that note, just an important point also, that that alarm is meant for ourselves. Sometimes that alarm is set in such a way that it wakes the whole masjid up, but that person isn't sleeping. So that alarm has to be set for ourselves, that it wakes us up, not that it disturbs others, because everybody is not going to need to wake up at the same time. MashaAllah, somebody has that jazbah, he's going to wake up long before everybody else. But then sometimes he wakes everybody else up, he's still sleeping. So we set it in a way that it wakes us up. Number two, extremely important, this is not only for the masjid, for anywhere and everywhere. Check, please double check and please triple check. That we don't have any musical tone on that phone for an alarm, for a ringing tone. Let us not pollute the house of Allah Ta'ala with music. When the Rasulullah in the distance heard some music, one shepherd was playing some flute, he immediately thrust his Mubarak fingers into his Mubarak ears to block off that sound. We should not bring that that sound which Rasulullah blocked his ears off to, bring that sound into the house of Allah. So let us check and check again and repeatedly check that we have changed it and by chance if somebody forgot in a nice way, let us remind the person in a very nice way, not in a way that's abrupt and rude, but in a nice way, let us remind the person please, let us never ever pollute the house of Allah and never anywhere else also, but especially the house of Allah, let us never pollute it with the sound of these kind of things. So this is the very important thing that anything that's going to become a distraction from this khalwat and among the most major things is this phone. Then together with that, as mentioned that the ideal khalwat was even physical khalwat. Even physically a person is secluded. Here because of the constraints of space obviously that's not possible. 
But we should try and keep ourselves secluded within ourselves. And avoid any kind of idle talking, discussions, sitting around and just, we want to know now what this, okay, we met somebody for the first time and where you are from and what you do, and if we didn't get to know all that now, how is going to decrease anything of ours? We better not know much. There were many of our kavir, they studied in the same time, they were doing their kitabs, becoming ulama, they studied and lived in the same room lived in the same room for lengthy periods had passed and they didn't know anything about the next person where he came from also. Whatever the rights of the person was, they fulfilled. But where he came from, what his background is, etc. They just know he's my roommate. Each one is so engrossed in their work. That took them to the heights that one one person then lived the world. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this opportunity 10 days, 9 days, 10 days. Let us try and maximize the benefit of this time. Avoid this idle talking, discussions, etc. We're going to be sitting and eating together. We want to sometimes just have some little bit of something that will lighten our minds, lighten our hearts, well within the limits. Not anything transgressing the limits of deen, anything against the dignity and the, the sanctity of the masjid, well within the limits, something that just sometimes lightens the heart a little bit. But we keep it to that. Many a times the the excuse or the or the rather the, the topic is just some tea but the tea becomes the excuse for all kinds of discussions so if you have the tea no problem but the tea in a circle and the tea in a group and the tea party the tea party becomes a party after that the tea becomes secondary the party the party of all kinds of discussions and then sometimes idle talk and then the voices are being raised in the masjid in laughing and joking all this destroys our amal destroys our etikaf, so therefore this is something also to the other points, the time has already passed but just to recap these few things that we discussed inshallah other things tomorrow during the day etc we will discuss one is we keep refreshing our intention why we've come and this ihtisab that to keep refreshing this as well that we are doing what we are doing with the hope that Allah Ta'ala will reward us then together with that, sincere Tawbah, let us dedicate this night for Tawbah, as much as possible, Tilawat will make, Zikr, Dua, every now and again, every, in between every, we're making Salah, every Turakads, every now and then, stop for one, two minutes, make Tawbah again, we're making Tilawat after, we recited quarter para, half para, pause for a minute, two minutes, make some Tawbah again, make this night a night of Tawbah, shed some tears of repentance, not of Allah Ta'ala, and together with that, this Inqita, this Inqita, this is a tabattul which Rasulullah was commanded in the Quran Sharif and which he practiced on thereafter in his life. Together with all the various other occasions, atikaf. This was this tabattul. In qita, cutting oneself off. How this is going to happen? Unfortunately, this phone brings everything, the whole world it brings it in the masjid. Now, we want to try and cut ourselves off. Previously, people had to just cut themselves off from their home, from their occupation, from their shop, from their family. And they were in the masjid, they were in atikaf and that was it. Now a person has still cut himself from his family, from his shop, from his work, from his job, but he still brought the whole world and come. So he's cut himself from half a dozen things, but he brought the whole world. So let us cut that world out. Now we dedicate, there are many things, a person will have so many worries, he'll have so many concerns, he'll, all these things are part of human nature. He'll come to his mind. Come to his mind, turn it to dua. One is saying, now how must we ignore this? Don't ignore it. But don't dwell on it. Turn it to dua. Ya Allah, this is my worry, this is my grief. Ya Allah, you are the control of everything. 
Ya Allah, you remove this difficulty of mine. You solve this problem of mine. All those concerns, those thoughts will come. Keep turning it to dua. And that idle thinking now, but when I'll go back, then what will happen? Turn that to dua. We, the dua is mukhul ibadah. That is the essence of ibadah. A person idly thinking about things, he's wasting his time. Because when he gets back, what will happen is what Allah Ta'ala wills. But when he engages in dua, then la yaruddul qada illa dua. That qaza and the decree of Allah Ta'ala, dua changes it. So he rather engage in dua. So he's lying down too. Let his heart be talking to Allah Ta'ala. That is now productive. That is constructive. That is connecting him to Allah Ta'ala. So the sincere toba and in this dua as well and this inqita, cutting ourselves off from all these things, our phones, we keep it far out of the system that we need to have it for that alarm or for that necessary call but we keep it just confined to that and don't even worry about what's happening in the world or what's happening anywhere else and just cut out everything. And in fact, this is the right time somebody has got some haram contacts, some illicit things, whatever else. If that phone is still there, then the only thing to do on that phone for now is to delete everything. That's the only thing to do. The only engagement on the phone is to delete everything. So that we have even greater distance between ourselves and those things that, dis- that become obstacles in the- between us and Allah Ta'ala. And together with that, while we will be with everyone, we will be cordial, be courteous to everyone, considering the next person. This is also ikram. The ikram must be necessary that we don't cause any taklif to anybody. Taklif in any way. Taklif with our, with our noise sometimes. That becomes the greatest taklif. Somebody is trying to attain this khalwat. And we are disturbing the person by talking loudly, etc. Whatever else. Or in any other way, <coughs> we make the ikram of one another. And inshallah in this way, we conduct ourselves, this 10 days, these 9 days, Allah knows best how much time we'll be here. This can become the moment when our whole lives change for the better. With the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala make this asikaf such. And all, for each one of us, Allah Ta'ala make these last 10 days of Ramadan such for us. That it becomes a means of connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. Ta'ala becomes a means of us distancing ourselves from everything Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. And becoming his true and loyal servants. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين ميزكر فر شوت وال الدعاج reported in the hadith sharif that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi said that the person who recites لا إله إلا الله hundred times daily Allah Taala will cause his face to shine like the fourteenth moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation Allah Taala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions. And this will become the means of him staying away from sin. And inshallah this will become the means of gaining this great honor on the day of Qiyamat. So therefore this is to be done daily. We should try and dedicate time daily to make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in seclusion in a way that really connects ourselves with Allah Ta'ala. Here we are in the masjid together. So as a practice, as a means of learning and teaching, we will do it together. But in our time and space daily this is something we should practice on. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. When saying La ilaha, bring to mind that all the ghayrullah, all the things that are obstacles between us and Allah Ta'ala, all the haram things, all the illicit things, all the vices, all the evils, all that craving that we have in our hearts towards sin and all the temptations, the lusts, whatever else has become an obstacle between us and Allah Ta'ala, all these things we have taken and thrown out, there's some ugly thing, there's some very dirty, filthy things that are all coming out of our heart and being thrown aside. 
and illallah, there's a light filling our hearts. This is the love of Allah wa ta'ala, which is illuminating our hearts. This is one of the ways to try and keep the concentration. There are many other ways that a person can engage his mind and heart in at that time. This is one of the things that a person can simply engage his mind in. There are other things also, whichever a person sometimes finds something else more conducive, more easier to focus on, that too is fine. But otherwise, this is what we should try and focus on. Decide Guru يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
saying Allah to try and bring to mind that just as we are saying Allah with the tongue 
is the tongue in the heart as well. The heart is also saying Allah. Everything around us is also saying Allah. And the whole universe is saying Allah. This is something to try and bring to mind and to try and concentrate in this manner to bring the full effect of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala into our hearts. Allah, 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 Allah,
ولا تخفينا يوم القيامة ولا تخفينا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف البيعات اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من دنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد إلى العالمين يا الله أبوس مسيب الله أبوس قريشيس أبوس قائد أبوس نبيك الله إلى العالمين يا الله يوسف الصمت يا الله أبريج يهد تيو يا الله Allah, indeed, we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah. From head to toe, we are covered in sin, Ya Allah. Our hearts are filthy, Ya Allah. Our eyes are filthy, Ya Allah. Our tongues are filthy in all kinds of evil, Ya Allah. Our ears are filled with all kinds of filth, Ya Allah. In our Alameen, from head to toe, we are covered in filth, Ya Allah. All your bounties we used to disobey you, Ya Allah. In our Alameen, Ya Allah, but today we have raised our heads to you alone, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever we are, we are your servants, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, I mean, you have addressed us as your servants, Ya Allah. In your Quran Sharif, you have said, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنْفُسِينَ Ya Allah, you have spoken to those servants who have just transgressed, Ya Allah. You have said, Ya Ibadi, you are my servants. Ya Allah, you have addressed us sinful servants as your servants, Ya Allah. We have transgressed our souls, Ya Allah. But you have given us hope, Ya Allah. You said, La taqratu wa bin rahmatillah. You have said, Don't despair of the mercy of Allah. Ya Allah, we have come full of hope to your door, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. We are depending from all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the day, Ya Allah. Forgive the sins of the night, Ya Allah. Forgive what we did deliberately, Ya Allah. Forgive what we did mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, forgive all our shamelessness, Ya Allah. Forgive our disloyalty, Ya Allah. Forgive our disobedience, Ya Allah. Forgive our blatant disobedience, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Allahumma khfirli ummati Sayyidina Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma rahab ummata Sayyidina Muhammad. صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهدي امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج الكرب عن امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الذي موف ذا ديفيكولتي ذا هاردشيبس اوف ذا امه يا الله blow the winds of hidayah of the ummah ya allah grant us in the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya allah ya allah save us in the entire ummah from such amal that bring down azab ya allah ya allah we acknowledge whatever is happening is due to our sins ya allah ya allah we have brought the calamities of the ummah ya allah ya allah with our blatant disobedience we have brought calamities on the yatim ya allah we have brought calamities on the widows ya allah we have brought calamities on one and all ya allah ilahul alamin forgive us ya allah Allah forgive us and remove the difficulties of the ummah ya Allah remove the hardships from the ummah ya Allah remove the oppression from the ummah ya Allah remove the poverty of the ummah ya Allah remove the pain and suffering of the ummah ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah guide us and guide the entire ummah to that which pleases you ya Allah ya Allah we have come to your door ya Allah ya Allah you have brought us ya Allah despite our dirt ya Allah despite our filth ya Allah Despite whatever we are, Ya Allah, but you brought us to your house, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this has given us hope, Ya Allah, that you wish to give us something, Ya Allah. 
You wish to give us your muhabbat, ya Allah. You wish to give us your nisbat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, despite whatever we are, ya Allah, we have full hope in your, your being, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us with your muhabbat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fill your heart with your love, ya Allah. Allahumma rizukna hubbak, wa hubba man yuhibbuk, wal amal alladhi yuballighuna hubbak. Allahumma jal hubbaka ahabba ilayna min anfusina wa ahlina wa min al-ma'a al-barid. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah, fill your muhabbat in our hearts, ya Allah. Fill the love of Rasulullah, Fill the love of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Fill the love of the amal of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Fill the love of the efforts of deen in our hearts, ya Allah. Enable us, ya Allah, and accept us for the efforts of deen, ya Allah. Accept us in our progeny till qiyamah for the efforts of deen, ya Allah. With ikhlas and afiyat, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Grant us the love of the Quran Sharif, ya Allah. Enable us to make tilawah daily, ya Allah. Grant us the love of salah, ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, ya Allah. With khushu and khudu, ya Allah. With takbir ula, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Grant us the love of zikr, ya Allah. Enable us to make zikr daily, ya Allah. Enable us to remember you at all times, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of dua, ya Allah. Enable us to speak to you in dua every day, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, our hearts are filled with all kinds of love of evil, ya Allah. With love of all kinds of vices, ya Allah. With love of all the things that shaitan has filled in, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, you remove all this evil love, ya Allah. You remove all this illicit love, ya Allah. Remove all this haram love, ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill it with the pure love of yours, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, the sweetest love is your love, ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the sweetest love, ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Full of our hearts with the love of his Mubarak Sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to live his Mubarak Sunnah, ya Allah. Remove the ways of the Yahud and Nasara from us, ya Allah. Remove all the schemes of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, the enemies of Islam have brought out so many things to distract us, ya Allah. They put the whole world in our hands, ya Allah. To distract us from you, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from all these distractions, ya Allah. Save us from all these deviations, ya Allah. Connect us to you, Ya Allah. You will become ours, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this is our greatest need, Ya Allah, that we become yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we haven't even understood what we are asking for, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but without understanding, Ya Allah, grant it to us, Ya Allah. Though we don't understand the reality of it, Ya Allah, you still grant it to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, though we are insincere in how we are asking also, Ya Allah, but you still grant it to us, Ya Allah. Make us your sincere servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, all those who, Ya Allah, seek, give them shifai, kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every face of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, those who are in hospitals, Ya Allah, give them complete afiyat, Ya Allah. Bring them home with complete cure, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, those who are in debt, make the easy payments of their debts possible, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, those who are without jobs, give them halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Give them good jobs that with grant halal and tayyib risk through it, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, whatever difficulties and hardships anybody has, remove it, Ya Allah. Whatever jayis needs people have, grant it, Ya Allah. Whatever pious aspirations people have, grant it, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, those who are unmarried, Ya Allah, grant them good spouses, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, those who are having difficulties from their spouses, grant them, Ya Allah. Grant them goodness from their spouses, Ya Allah. Grant unity between spouses, Ya Allah. Grant muhabba between spouses, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, grant every khair and good, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have passed away from our families, from throughout the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our day is coming as well, Ya Allah. We too are going to have to meet more, Ya Allah. We too are going to have to stay at the angel of death in the eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, let it be the angel of rahmat, Ya Allah. Let it not be the angel of azab, Ya Allah. 
محمد الرسول اللہ ایمان کامل یا اللہ ٹھیک ہے سن تو بتن نسوح یا اللہ ٹھیک ہے Who's going to say us on that day if he chases us, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, grant us the Mubarak water of Kawthar from his Mubarak head, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alami, Ya Allah, grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any Hisab Kitab, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, only thing we have to present is sins, Ya Allah. Even our righteous actions are so sinful, Ya Allah. They are so in... Ya Allah, insincere, Ya Allah. They are so feeble and broken, Ya Allah. What can we present on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah? But we have full hope in your mercy, Ya Allah. In our Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any rekhni, Ya Allah. In our Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this Mubarak month of Ramadan, we have wasted much of the time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to use the rest of this Mubarak month correctly, Ya Allah. Enable us to use it in a way that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Allah, accept this atikaf, Ya Allah. Accept this atikaf, Ya Allah. Accept this atikaf, Ya Allah. Accept all the ibadat, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, every atikaf is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of gaining your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of gaining your nisbat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of becoming yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of getting completely disconnected from all the things you are displeased with, Ya Allah. Make it a means of getting totally connected to you alone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you accept it, Ya Allah. Accept the Taraweeh Salah, Ya Allah. Accept the fast, Ya Allah. Accept the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Accept the Zikr and Dua, Ya Allah. Accept all the Ibadat, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, every Ibadat is taking place. Accept it, Ya Allah. Allah, make this Ramadan a means of Rahmat descending throughout the world, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Hidayah spreading far and wide, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of the Azab being uplifted, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make it a means of every khair, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Barakat, Ya Allah. Allah, make it a means of Barakat for one and all, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Afiyat in our dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, Ya Allah, whatever time is left, enable us to use it correctly, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make it a means of our emancipation from the fire of Jannah, Ya Allah. Allahumma aatik rikhavana vidadnaar. Allahumma aatik rikhavana vidadnaar. Allahumma aatik rikhavana vidadnaar. Ilahul Alameen, you free us from the fire of the Jannah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you free our parents from the fire of Jannah, Ya Allah. Free our Satizah and Mashaykh from the fire of Jannah, Ya Allah. Feed the entire ummah from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant jazai khair to all who have been the means of deen reaching us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept their efforts, Ya Allah. You grant them the greatest rewards, Ya Allah. From the time of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, till this day, Ya Allah. All who have played a role in deen reaching us, Ya Allah. All the sahaba ikram, Ya Allah. The tabi'een, Ya Allah. The tabi tabi'een, Ya Allah. The muhaddisin, Ya Allah. The mujtahideen, Ya Allah. The fuqaha, Ya Allah. 
اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله Inshallah, the next program will be inshallah around quarter to four between quarter to two and four o'clock around ten to or so inshallah the next program will be zikr and dua inshallah